to the finale, finale, finale. Wait, what? Already? Uh, finale? Already? Whoa. Yeah. Season two finale. That flew by really fast. I think it's time to get it going. Three, <laughs> let's two, do it. one. Let's jam. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Play Cube Gamecast season two finale. I'm your host, Chase, and with me are my two amazing co-hosts. I'm Mushy. I'm Jimmy. And today we are gathered before your ears to let you know what our favorite, what our very first consoles we remember at our tender ages of being like six, seven, eight at the end of 1990. You mean 1999? 90s. In general. Okay. I was about to say, mine's actually pretty early compared to the late 90s, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, if it was 1990, I was negative three. I think we were all negative three, except for Chase, who would have been like negative two. Yeah, I was born in 92. 93. So gather that we are all about almost hitting 30 pretty soon. On that note, I'm taking another drink. I'm pretty sure all of our first consoles are around the same era of time. Probably. So are we are we starting with handhelds or are we just diving straight into computer consoles? Let's just do the handhelds first, you know? Okay, get that out of the way. Who wants to go first? One, two, three, not it. Not it. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that means I'm going. Okay. Uh, my first video game period was... Pokemon Yellow for the Game Boy Color. Okay. Yep. Uh, I started big. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I didn't actually beat the game until years later when I was like at least 17, 18. But I used to play it all the time as a kid. But for whatever reason, I never made it to the Elite Four. Hey, you know what? That's fair. I <laughs> also got like a Game Boy Color when I was a kid. I was like my very first handheld. My first game was literally Pokemon Blue. Those were the days. I don't think I got very far either. Remember when you would be playing in the dark and you'd be in the backseat of the car literally trying to hold the game screen towards the window so the street lights would light up your screen because they weren't backlit back then? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, we suffered. (laughs) Suffered's an understatement, but we made it through. Yes. I mean, it's not like you can just get a flashlight because the second you turn on your car lamp up top, you next thing you know, hey, turn that light off. It's illegal. <laughs> Pretty much. The lie that everyone's parents told them. Uh, oh, yeah. Yep. That and stop kicking the back seat. Well, I'd stop kicking the back seat if y'all had a bigger car and I could actually stretch out. <laughs> you know how cramped it is in the back of a car like that? Of a Camaro? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, even worse. I never really had those problems, because I have short legs, so... I grew up in the back seats of Camaros. It was interesting. Is that that same Camaro you used to drive in high school? The blue one? Oh, yeah. Like, I, my entire childhood nice. was spent in the back seat of that car. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, and there's no windows in the back seat, so you're just literally kind of in a cave in the back there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, your your legs would be in your stomach, and you would just be like, okay, I'm just going to play Nintendo so I can pretend that this isn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, like a nice escape. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. All right, so Mushi, what was your first handout? Oh, so I can't... Okay, my very first handheld was a Game Boy-style off-brand thing, but I loved it so much. Oh my gosh. So I don't, I don't have it to this day, unfortunately, so I can't give you a whole lot of information, but it was preloaded with one game, and it was some kind of fighter pilot game. And that's all I remember about it, other than the fact that I just absolutely loved it. My grandpa gave it to me. Just loved it. Um, I, go ahead. I, I actually had something very similar to that. Was it mo- motion sensitive? Like if you flicked it to the right or left, would it change your position? I want to say yes, because I, think- I remember it being like a little bit more intuitive than just buttons, but I can't say for sure. And it had a little speaker on it, right? Like you could hear the rockets firing and all that? Yes. I think I had the exact same thing. It was, if I remember right, it had a screen on it and it was blue and there were like three red lights on it. Some things. I, I, I wish I still had it so I could talk more about it. But that was technically my very first handheld. Um, it, other than that, it was, of course, the Game Boy Color. Back on this handheld, though, it, did it look kind of like a toggle switch or a, like a joystick trigger? Yes. I think I had the exact same thing. Yeah. How about that's pretty, that? That's pretty cool. <laughs> it is. That's, yeah. That's wild. Holy shit. Right? Yeah, and you it, I think it had like two AA batteries that you'd feed in through mm-hmm. the bottom of the joystick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on that game cuz it was fun. Right? Repetitive, Damn. but it never got boring. <laughs> I'm going to try to find a picture of this so I can post it on the Instagram later. Okay, I have no idea what it's called, though. Perfect. <laughs> Chase likes to scour the internet. It'll be okay. Oh, yeah. It'll yeah. be fine. It'll be fine. So, what color was your Game Boy Color? I had the you... clear one that was kind of purple-looking. Oh. But you could, you could see the insides of it. Yeah. I'm a little bit jealous, because I always loved that one. I thought it was cool-looking. Right? I, I always wanted the Pokemon one that was yellow that had the Pokeballs on it. Uh, one of my oh, friends, that that would have been cool. One of my friends in school had one of those. I too also had the atomic purple one. Oh, is that what it was called, atomic purple? Oh yeah. Wait, wasn't there a purple one and then the see-through purple one? That's correct. So y'all both had the see-through purple one. Yes. Y- yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. I had the kiwi green. And oh, then still the have green one. Yep. I have one of those too. My cousin gave me one that was green. It's somewhere. <laughs> I actually have the lime green right now. Nice. Mine's around here. Well, I say around here somewhere like I don't know, but <laughs> I literally just had it um, when I was taking the batteries out of it to put it in the Game Boy Advance. I've got a, I've got a sad story for y'all if y'all want to hear. But um, after I had the Game Boy Color, I got a Game Boy Advance when they first came out, probably around 2003, and it was a purple one. I loved that thing, and I played... I only had two games for it. I had Legacy of Goku 1 and Legacy of Goku 2, Dragon Ball Z. And I had it for the longest time, and I would play it all the time, except one morning I remember getting ready for school and I was playing it, and I spilled milk on it and it shorted it out. Oh, shit. That is sad. Oh, my goodness. Extremely. (laughs) I would have been in tears. Yes. And I probably um, would have stopped drinking milk for the rest of my life. And started drinking alcohol? 
<laughs> anything. Like I just yeah. had like I would have had to have been super dramatic in that situation. Yeah, it, it was a sad day. <laughs> uh, that kind of reminds me of the time I lost my uh, Game Boy Advance. Rip. You lost it? I didn't lose it. It just got stolen. Oh. So here's what happened. I'm like in the third grade. I have this hot new Game Boy Advance. It was blue, like the glacier blue. Was the glacier blue one kind of purple looking? Or was it no, blue, blue? It was like a light yeah. Light blue. It's like a light baby blue, but metallic? Kinda. Okay. Okay. Kinda. Yeah. I might be thinking the... of the SP. Okay. Yeah. Mine was definitely the purple one. Yeah. So mine was light blue. And I'm in the third grade. I have a friend who lives in, I had a friend who lived in the neighborhood I lived in. She lived about 10 doors down, one street over. I run. I left my Game Boy Advance in her possession as I ran home to get something and come back. And she never returned it? And she said somebody stole it off her. Do you believe her? (laughs) I am like 90% sure she just took it. What a bitch. This is why we weren't allowed to take our things outside of our house and we weren't allowed to let people borrow (laughs) them. Like, no... No, anytime I've ever let anyone borrow something, it always stabbed me in the back, so never again. Probably why I have trust issues to this day. <laughs> here, here. Right? <laughs> so, um, we've covered handhelds. Are we ready to dive into consoles now? Right, if you are. All right. Who's going first? Go first, since mine's complicated. Really? Well, I say complicated, but it's not super complicated once I explain it. All right, so I actually broke my first consoles down into three different categories. Actually, I could really do four, but um, we'll just do three. Um, So the very first console that I actually remember playing on was the SNES, and it was playing Paperboy. Um, And I absolutely loved Paperboy. I played it with my uncle when I was like, you know, really small. So this is between the age of like two and three. And I remember playing Paperboy. So obviously not my console. The first console to actually own Christmas gift, Nintendo 64, a year or two later, the PlayStation 2. And then the first console that I actually purchased with my own money, the GameCube. And then that's it. I wasn't going to do the fourth category, um, but that's it. Nice, nice. My yeah. first console was the PS1 Slim, which I got for Christmas back in 2000. And uh, some of the early games I remember having on it were uh, Spyro, um, Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. And the big one that I remember was a big part of my childhood was the first Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone for PS1. Okay. Yeah. And then one of the more fun games that I remember playing was Sheep Raider, which is a Looney Tunes game where you play as Wile E. Coyote and you're trying to steal sheep under the watchful eye of Sam Sheepdog. And it was basically all stealth-based, but it was hilarious. Okay. I want yeah. to steal sheep. Right? <laughs> like, I just, I just want to yoink, just steal a Let, sheep. 
In fact, right now, I'm going to go on Amazon and see if we can't get a copy of this so we can review it later. For You have a fat PS2, so we could play it on yours, right, Chase? Yeah. We just got to figure PS2. out... <laughs> We just got to figure out a way to save our progress on there. Yeah, we do need a memory card. Okay, I'm pulling it up on, let's see, Cheap Raider, PS1, nothing's coming up. <laughs> it must be a rare game now, I'm guessing. One left in stock, order soon, used very good. What's the, oh shit, hell no. Oh god. It? It's forty nine ninety eight. <laughs> oh shit. Absolutely not. No, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could just emulate it later. Probably, yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of this, and it's literally everything that I hoped for. It's like literally Wiley e. Coyote carrying a sheep above his head. Just uh, walking yes. off with the sheep. I love it. And the sound effects are hilarious, because when you pick up a sheep, you have to kind of tiptoe to avoid the sheepdog, so you got to use stealth. And every time you tiptoe, it goes do 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 Like the sound effects are hilarious. It's Looney Tunes sound effects. I love it. Yes, I am here for it. And I I distinctly remember there there's a way that you can uh you can get this piece of elastic and you put it on two trees and make like a little slingshot where you can slingshot the sheep over a ravine to get to the other side of the map. That sounds okay. hilarious. It's great. And also, you can fall. Like, you, you remember in every Roadrunner cartoon, Coyote, Wily Coyote would fall and go... Yep. Yeah, you can do that in the game. <laughs> no. Yeah. Did he hold up a little sign? Uh, he does stop in midair before he falls. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then your tutorial during the game is uh, Daffy Duck. He's the one that tells you how to move and how to use new attacks and adapt to your environment. And Porky Pig's in it as well. Very nice. Yes, I would definitely recommend it if you can find it for less than 50 bucks because I ain't paying 50 bucks for it. <laughs> Uh, so I just typed it into Google and then hit shopping. I found a copy for over $2,000, so I'm sure that's a graded version. Holy shit. <laughs> so I just want to let it be known here and now that if you're like us and you think $50 is a lot, just know that it's out there floating on the internet for more. I need to find my old copy and see if it's worth anything. <laughs> that's crazy. Dear Lord. Yeah, but probably my favorite game that I remember playing on the PS1 Slim, well, I have two, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone for PS1, which we should, <laughs> be, which we should be reviewing next season, and then the other one is Spider-Man for the PS1 that came out in 2000. Now, this was before, way before Tobey Maguire. This is back when the floor was lava, you literally could not touch the ground, and Spider-Man would shoot his webs into the sky, seemingly out of nowhere and attached to nothing. Hey, there's a satellite up there covered in Spider-Man's web. So I oh, do have a question about this Spider-Man game. Are you running around collecting coins? I don't think so, but okay. there is, there's question marks around the environment that tell you how to unlock new skills. Maybe you're thinking of that? 
but I, I don't, don't know. Re- like, I can't remember. I've only played one Spider-Man game well, before I, I can... Tobey Maguire, and like part of it was you were collecting coins. I'll send you the trailer for the game in your messenger. You know. Okay, sounds good. I just because I remember playing it for the Nintendo sixty four, like going to Blockbuster, renting it, but it was I know it was before Tobey Maguire, so well, I just the, don't know what Spider Man game it was. Well, the game was made by Activision and NeverSoft, the same people that made Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and there's actually okay. there's actually like shameless plugs to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater two in the game. Oh, nice! Uh-huh. I probably yeah. wouldn't have caught on to those, but that's still nice. Yeah. I know Spider-Man was like a playable character in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. But yeah, it was actually a really good game. Uh, It spawned a sequel, Spider-Man 2 Enter Electro, that came out in 2001. And a fun fact, in Spider-Man 2 Enter Electro, the last level was supposed to take place on top of the World Trade Center, but then 9-11 happened, and they had to change the ending. That happened to a lot of things, believe it or not. Yeah. Well, I say a lot, but I can only like actively reference one other thing. Which one other thing? Uh, Lilo and Stitch. Okay, because I was thinking Grand Theft Auto Three. Okay, so at least three things. <laughs> what um, was? But Lilo what? and Stitch, they um, they were on an airplane. I think in the movie it's actually like a spaceship, but originally it was an airplane, and they were like flying it through the city, and it was crashing into buildings and everything, and so nine eleven happened, and they had to change that. Shit. Supposedly. Stupid terrorist had to ruin everybody's fun. I know in Grand Theft Auto 3, they just took out the wings from that one plane, so you can't really fly it. Yeah. So you also, can't crash wh- into buildings. While we're on the subject of 9-11, if you've ever played Spider-Man 2 for the PS2, and you go to Ground Zero... They actually have a little fitting tribute to it where they have a bunch of lights in the shape of the Twin Towers and they light up at night in the game. Okay. Yeah. That's really that sweet. One... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, Mushi, what was your first con... You were saying Nintendo 64, I believe? No, you were saying uh, Nintendo Super Nintendo Entertainment System. The right. SNES. Yeah. So the only one I have memory, like only game I have memory playing was Paperboy for that one. So I just wanted to throw that in there because What's it is pa- a fond, fond memory. Oh, Paperboy. So you are a Paperboy and you are delivering newspapers. Uh, that sounds I've played amazing. that one. <laughs> it sounds easy. <laughs> it sounds easy, but it is not. Um, so, of course, there are obstacles and um, it gets pretty wild. Okay. Trying to dodge a bunch of dogs trying to chase after you. There's a ton of different things going on in this game. Um, just a whole lot of different levels, a whole lot of different obstacles, atta- whether they're attacking you or just throwing stuff or whatever the situation is. But you're riding your bike, throwing your newspapers, trying to dodge these obstacles, make it to the end. So is it kind of in a, in the same mind as like Crazy Taxi or Simpsons Road Rage where you're trying to get a oh. certain amount of fare by the end of the mission? No, this like is more of like a 2D kind of thing. So there's no time limit, in other words. Like you're not timed. You have to deliver a certain amount of newspapers in X amount of time or something like that? I can't recall, to be okay. completely honest. Okay. Now, I just thought of something. I forgot about this game, but another game I had for the PS1 was the original Driver. 
You remember the Driver series? It was a competitor to GTA back in the day. Oh, boy. Yeah. Driver, you are the wheel man. And what was cool about it is it was basically like Grand Theft Auto, but you couldn't get out of your car. You were stuck in the car, but your car could get damaged. And it's the only game I can think of where the cars actually have turn signals and you can use the turn signals on the cars. The only thing I really remember... A pretty neat feature. Right? The only thing I really remember about Driver was the uh, limited draw distance. So you could only see like half a block in front of you at any time. Oh, yeah. Like the environment would pop up like right as you were coming up on it. You couldn't see like miles ahead. Like how am I supposed to plan... For a drive in a high-intense speed chase, if I can't even see 50 feet in front of me. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> that's what the mini-map is for. The mini-map was nothing but a grid. Pretty much. That's enough. <laughs> yeah. At least you got a map. Okay? This is me complaining about Metroid. At least you got a map. For real. Or, um, what's the one with the Mini Coopers? Uh... The Italian job? Yeah, there's no mini-map in Italian job, is there? No, you just have like a faint little bar of one red dot saying, hey, you need to go this way. Yeah, and that was extremely helpful. Not. <laughs> Especially when you're following it down and it takes a turn, you're turned around and you're like, oh shit, I hit a dead end. I need to go back, but I don't have enough time because I'm only given 30 seconds to get here. Right? <laughs> that sounds stressful. <laughs> so Chase, Mushi and I had talked about our first consoles... Tell us a little bit about your first console and what games you had. Oh, let's be real. I, my dad, had a PlayStation 1. The fat one or the original one? Okay. It was big. It was blocky. I'm pretty sure it could have been served as a lunch tray at one point. So big and blocky. Right color for it. (laughs) Right? He didn't have a memory card on there, so I literally played the first disc of Final Fantasy VII I don't even know how many times. Ooh, you just made me think of something. Two games that I also played on this were uh, two Star Wars titles. Star Wars Demolition, which was my shit back in the day, um, and Star Wars Rebel Assault 2, which was a two-disc game. You remember these two-disc games for PS1 where like, like you would get to a certain point in the game and it'd be like, oh... Well, now you have to insert disc two. Yeah, I played like Final Fantasy seven VII and eight on my dad's PlayStation, and those yeah, had you... at least three discs. Yeah, you'd get to a certain point, and it would tell you eject disc one, insert disc two. Which would be great if I had a memory card, right? <laughs> I also remember so I'm not playing the. Only the one. Uh, yeah. No, I was just gonna say, glad I'm not the only one who was victimized by lack of memory card. Yeah, I didn't have a memory card for my PS one either. I did have a memory card for my PS2, but that was later. Yeah. I'm just happy the Nintendo 64 didn't really acquire a memory card. That was like my dad's console, but my own personal console, the one I had in my room, was like a Nintendo 64. Nice. Nice. Now, nice. now tell us, what did you actually play? Because I know, through previous episodes, that you did not play Banjo-Kazooie. So tell me, what did you play on this Nintendo 64? Listen, I remember playing at least six games on the Nintendo 64. Granted, none of them were Donkey Kong or Banjo-Kazooie or even Mario Kart. It was more of a Mario 64, 
Super Smash Brothers, which was a fun experience because I was an only child at that point. Because oh. all three of my sisters were in their late 20s at that point. So I had no know. idea you had three sisters until just now. <laughs> well then. Well, huh. Yeah, they're about 20 years older than me. Oh. Yep. <laughs> well then, you're the baby of the family. Yeah. I also played Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon oh, yes. Snap. The best Pokemon. Let me clarify, <laughs> Pokemon Stadium 1, not Pokemon Snap. <laughs> nice. Hey, Pokemon nice. Stadium was like the best part of Pokemon, just nothing but battles. No! No! The minigames, Chase! The minigames! That's the only thing! Yeah! Oh, uh. I told okay, okay. you, I've never played a real Pokemon game, and that is because I played Pokemon Stadium, the minigames, and it spawned, one, my love for minigames, and two, my like for Pokemon. So I don't like Pokemon and play Pokemon like everyone else. I play Pokemon Stadium, and that's it. Okay. That's fair. So you never played, uh, you never played Pokemon Go on your iPhone when everyone else well, was I doing play it? I played Pokemon like Go, um, okay. but... Like, I, I never, Pokemon Red, Emerald, whatever, Yellow, Blue, never yeah. played any of that. Okay. I, did, I didn't really either until I met Chase later on, but, like, when I was a kid, it was just Pokemon Yellow and Pokemon Blue for me, and that was it. Like, I never played it on a console. I just played it on handhelds. Well, I mean, okay. I just never had any interest in it. Yeah, and that's Hopefully fair. Hopefully change that for Season 3. Right? I have secured <laughs> the Red. Okay. I checked my Game Boy Advance. It still works. Perfect. So I guess that begs the question, since we're talking about our early console games, if y'all had to choose between modern gaming and modern consoles or the consoles you grew up with, what would you choose? Would you be happier to have like a Nintendo 64 or a Game Boy Color than say a PS5 or a Switch? Or are you thankful for how far video games have come in the last 20 years? And do you prefer modern games over classic games? Or if you had it your way, things would go back to the way they used to be? I don't think so. Not the newest whatever it is. Just the Xbox One, I believe. And to be completely honest, I think I have played my GameCube or the ported games for 64 or GameCube whatever, or sorry, not GameCube, um, 64 um, for my Switch more this year alone than I have my Xbox. It's interesting you say that. If I had to go back to my favorite generation of console, if I'm being honest, my favorite generation of console would have to be the PS3 slash Xbox 360 slash Wii. I think that is just the GOAT as far as the titles that came out, the technology that was available at the time. I feel like Video gaming really came into its own during that generation. And um, yeah, graphics have gotten better. And yes, development has gotten better. Like, I mean, you've got people you've got people in Hollywood making uh, movies based off of video games like Tom Holland and Uncharted. But yes, I never really stopped over the last 20 years because we had really bad video game movies early on. Yeah, you're not wrong, especially for the Shrek franchise. There were some bad Shrek games that came out. (laughs) But um, that being said, though, I feel like if I had to choose a uh, generation of console, mine, my go-to will always be the PS3 slash Xbox 360 slash Wii. 
I think that was the best generation of consoles as far as quality of content. I'm not now, of course, I know graphics have come a long way since then, but as far as the quality of the content, I think the best shit came out on those systems. Okay. Anybody want to try to rebuttal? <laughs> I mean, I I'm gonna necessarily argue. have a rebuttal. So, okay. Face. I'm just gonna say that out of all the consoles I've ever played, the only one that's truly my true favorite favorite. Wait, wait. Can the... I guess? Can I get? Wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me. Can I guess? Sure. I'm gonna guess that you're gonna say the GameCube. Not quite. Really? You're gonna be off by about. 15 years. Is it the Sega? It's the the Nintendo Switch. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Okay. There's truly something unique about it that I could play it on my TV. I could take it to work. I could play it portably. And there's a huge library of stuff on there that you can just hook into and play. I mean, if you think about it... The Switch really combines aspects of all of its predecessors in the Nintendo line. You want to know something funny? The last new handheld that I ever got was for Christmas, and it was back in 2006. I got a uh, Nintendo DS Lite. That is the yes. last hand. That is the last handheld I have ever owned. So you don't have a Switch then? No, I've never played a Switch. Well, besides okay, when fair. I've been at Chase's. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the only reason I'm asking is because I don't consider my Switch to be a handheld. I know most people do because you can play it handheld, but I almost exclusively play it docked, um, which is why I mentioned that the Switch really just combines the best aspects um, from all of its predecessors. The portability, like the GameCube, um, the screen in your lap, like the Wii U, the um, nunchuck capabilities, like the Wii, all of that. So this might be a dumb question, but I've never played a Switch, so I don't know. But with a Switch, can you just hook up to your TV screen via Bluetooth and play on the big screen, whatever you're playing on the Switch? That'd be pretty cool, (laughs) but no. Not Bluetooth, anyway. Okay, okay. That would be cool, but alright. You have a dock Um, where you place your screen in, and you take the Joy-Cons off the sides and you use those as controllers. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. But yeah, the last handheld I had was the Nintendo DS Lite, and I had Super Mario Brothers on it, and that's the only game I ever had for it. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. My most um, recent true handheld was the 3DS XL before it became the new 3DS. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, I bought the Game & Watch um, Legend of Zelda Edition recently, so that's technically my latest handheld purchase. Or even, if we get even more technical, it'll be the um, Steam Deck when I finally get that. But um, got a few uh-huh. handhelds floating around. Okay. Well, as far as consoles go, I have a PS4 at my dad's, and I have a uh, Xbox One where I'm at. And those are my two most modern consoles. And I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to upgrade to the PS5 until Spider Insomniac Spider-Man 2 comes out. And I really don't know if I'll upgrade to the new Xbox or not. Um, I'm still enjoying my Xbox One X, and it does everything I want it to do. So until I'm forced to upgrade, why bother? 
I think my most modern handheld would have been like the 2D SXL. Nice. Okay. I originally just got that like maybe a year before the Switch just to play Animal Crossing New Leaf. <laughs> so, so Calm I down, a... Chase. You're acting like me. Right. So I have a question about your PS5, though. Do you have any current uh, exclusives on it? And if so, what are they and are you enjoying them? Um, I think the only real PS5 game I got on my PS5 was the uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and that was pretty fun. Okay, all right. Cool. I'll have to check that out sometime. But other than that, it's been mostly just playing, like, PS4 games I've missed before. Gotcha. But yeah, it it takes a lot for me to spend like half a grand on a new console. So they've got to have some titles out before I'm going to fork over that kind of money. But this PS5 right now is literally an impulse buy on a credit card. Nice. (laughs) We happened to see it at Nebraska Furniture Mart. Right. I mean, it was out of stock everywhere. He found it at the most random place. I got my uh, Xbox. The last console I bought was my Xbox One, and I bought it in 2016. And I think it was on sale, and I paid like 199.99 for it. Okay. Yeah, it came with uh, um, Forza Horizon Three. That the one where you're in Colorado. That's the one where you are in uh, Australia. Did it really feel like you were in Australia there? Oh yeah. Okay. Every- they had the accents and everything. So pretty much everyone was talking like Crocodile Dundee? Pretty much. Damn. <laughs> Alright, so... I have some questions. Go for it. A couple of days ago, I posted on the Instagram, Hey, ask us your questions. And... I think... It's gonna be weird. Gosh. Are they... Because just... I... We've already, I've already asked both of you these questions and to see if you had an answer ready. Because I didn't want to spring them on you like insanity. Okay, go for it. I already forgot, so let's hear it again. Yep. <laughs> Alright, first things first, first question. Are you going to do a Minecraft Part 2? I mean, I've never played Minecraft, period, so... Sure? Yeah. I'm not against it, but i got to play one of them first to... I mean, I know the premise of Minecraft, but I would have to play it first. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because um, when Chase first talked about doing a Minecraft episode, and I don't know if I've ever said this on air in any kind of episode or just via text, um, but like Minecraft, (laughs) I can't play Minecraft and take myself seriously because um, when the, the zombies and the creepers, and the freaking spiders show up at night. Like, I start screaming, and I lock myself in my house, Uh and I just wait until daytime. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't typically play a lot of Minecraft. You know what? That brings an important point for me. And one game that I've always been curious about, but I've never played because I've never had a decent laptop or computer, is uh, the um, Slenderman series. I would love to play some kind of horror game slash survival game. I think that would be fun as hell. But, um, yeah, uh, 
I don't know if Minecraft constitutes as that, but it I does just not. thought I, uh, okay. it does not. Okay. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. But uh I I'm not against horror games or suspense-filled games. Just Yeah, um, I've actually got a pretty good list of those going if you ever want to check some out. Okay, for sure. For like sure. um one of them Devour, for example, that's a pretty good multiplayer one that we could all play. Um okay. not like I mean, I feel like almost everybody's heard of Dead by Daylight at this point, but I have some more like under the radar ones. Ooh, All right. Okay. 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 All right. Next oh. question. Go for it. If your podcast was a scented candle, what would it smell like? Jesus. <laughs> um. Uh. I think Mushi put it best. Alcohol. <laughs> Because I would like roasted apples, because I'm over here drinking cider. I was just going to say Would, pumpkin. But... Cider is what? Cider is an alcohol? Yeah. 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 So there we go. It'd be there like a go. pumpkin spice apple hard cider, yeah. Yeah, I'm running off of cough syrup and uh, Goldschlager right now. So, yeah. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. But... Jimmy? Next question. What is your perfect sandwich? <gasps> Ooh, yes. that's a good question. Okay. Um, roast beef, cheddar, provolone, uh, black forest ham, and bacon on white bread with some uh, cheese baked into the bread. Doesn't matter what cheese, just use your own. And then a little bit of Italian dressing with lettuce, tomato, pickle, and if you're feeling adventurous, banana pepper. Okay. Mm. Yes. That whole combination sounds adventurous to me. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it doesn't sound bad. It just sounds adventurous. Um, yes. Mostly because I know I've already given Chase a preview of what mine is. Uh, mine kind of varies based on sandwich shop um however my usual staple is some kind of variation of sourdough bread um with turkey or chicken and then lettuce tomato onion and yeah. mayo along with cheddar cheese okay you, ha you had me at everything but the mayo like i would do that precisely but i would use maybe a spicy dijon mustard instead of the mayo but yes, I might have I, to give that a try because that actually does sound kind of good. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, the reason I say variation is because, like, when I go to Schlotzky's, for example, I generally it's like a chipotle mayo. It's not a regular mayo. Yeah, okay, um, I can respect that. Yeah, I can respect yeah. that. So, yeah. So, um, and it's always chicken there, and so it, there's a little bit of variation here and there. But generally, those are my base ingredients. Can we all agree though that Subway sucks? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Shalotsky's or uh, Witch Witch or Potbelly is where it's at, or Firehouse, but Subway, I'm sorry, but they haven't been the same since Jared left. Well, then. It's been a long time since I've had Subway, but I will say, um, one of my coworkers is always getting on to me saying Potbelly's is the superior sandwich. So I will say, and I, I've had Potbelly's a couple of times, I will say that Potbelly's is for sure better than um, Subway, but I will not yeah. concede and will not say that it is better than Schlotzky's. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. 
Shalotsky's is pretty good. I I never have a bad so time at Shalotsky's. Yeah, so good. The French say. dip. I'd say my favorite sandwich there is the French dip. Good choice. Can't go oh, wrong yeah. with that. Mm. I'd argue that Jimmy John's and Jason's Deli has better sandwiches. I love J- both of them, but again, not better than Schlotsky's, and it comes down to the bread. I agree, and I can agree with, uh, J- uh, what was the other one you said besides Jimmy John's? Jason's. Jason's, Deli? Jason's, yeah. I love Jason's, but when it comes to Jimmy John's, I'm like, their sandwiches are served cold anyway. It's like, I can make this shit at home, you know? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I do enjoy Jimmy John's, and I absolutely love Jason's. But again, when I'm picking my favorite, it's going to come down to the bread. And nobody has, at least that I've tried, nobody has anything on Schlotzky's. Sure. Oh, damn. This is going to make my perfect sandwich going to be a real kick to yours then. Oh, God. Is it a lettuce wrap? I'm just saying my perfect sandwich involves chicken, Swiss, bacon, avocado, tomato, and ranch. Say that again? Chicken, Swiss, uh-huh. bacon, avocado, tomato, and ranch. Okay. You had it, it all okay. of that all of that sounds good except for the ranch. That's so only that's because just, you don't like white sauce. I mean, the only thing that I'll eat that's white is cream gravy. So, yeah. That's like zero mayo, zero ranch, and zero sour cream. Uh-huh. Or cream cheese. Yeah. So, no cream cheese? I'll eat cream cheese on certain things okay. when it comes to dessert. <laughs> okay, that's so, fair. Because that's a little bit different. Okay, Chase, but yeah. what is the bread? There is no bread. I prefer lettuce wrapped. I knew it was going to be a lettuce wrap. <laughs> oh my god, I knew it! it like, has as soon to be as you keto. said, I knew, and as soon as you said that, that it was going to be a freaking lettuce wrap. Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, um... I think we're winding down here. Do we want to talk about what we have in the pipeline for season three, or are we going to keep that a secret to everybody? I think we have one more question. Okay. Yeah. Go for the, Let, let's go. get all of our questions first. We don't want to leave anybody's out. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Go for it. What was your favorite episode of the second season? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> what episodes Ooh. did we do? Yeah. You're going to have to remind me because it's been <laughs> oh a God. while. <laughs> yeah. Go through the episode list again. So, we had Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition, Banjo-Kazooie, The Italian Job, The Fear Street Trilogy Steam Deck, Simpsons Hit and Run, The China Video Game Episode, The Famicom Detective Club, Hentai vs. Evil, Ultimate Spider-Man, Metroid Fusion, Mafia 2, The Animal Crossing Movie, The Beatles Get Back, Animal Crossing New Horizons 2.0, I Love You Colonel Sanders, 2001 Game of the Year, Batman Arkham Origins, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, PETA's Vegan Video Games, and Sonic the Hedgehog number two. Okay, well from that list, based on the ones that I was a part of, I would have to say my favorite for the season was Ultimate Spider-Man, and that's just because I find it to be a very unique game. It's one of the few games where you can actually play as a villain, and you're playing as Venom through half of the game, and... It was pretty groundbreaking at the time, using cell shading for the graphics. So, yeah, that's going to have my vote, Ultimate Spider-Man. Okay. This is so hard to choose, 
because I, I like I'm, you're reading it and I'm like yeah that one and then I was like no that one and then I was like okay well the question actually says which episode was your favorite not which game was your favorite yeah so that just made it a whole fair. lot harder um because everybody knows I love Animal Crossing we've been over this like every single episode we uh, mentioned Animal Animal Crossing at some point oh yeah um and everybody knows that I love Legend of Zelda but. I think I'm gonna have to go with Famicom Detective Club. Oh yeah, or All right. Agency. Sorry, Famicom Detective Agency. I can never remember if it's agency or club because in the game they call it one thing and then the title is actually something else. But yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that episode. Okay, okay. I know for me it's difficult because I've had my hand in almost every episode. Uh huh. Case you say almost every, but it's literally every. <laughs> okay, for for the sake of not hurting anyone's feelings, why don't you pick the favorite episode that I was a part of and a favorite episode that Mushi was a part of? Okay, that's more easier because I was going to do it fifty fifty because yeah. the first one was the Italian job with Jimmy. Yeah, okay. I know you had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah, and then it's terrible, but I loved the pita vegan episode. <laughs> Nice. Well, Chase, why are you bashing your own people? You eat freaking lettuce wraps. For real. Content hey, of the I lettuce eat... wrap aside, you eat freaking lettuce wraps. <laughs> you know, if I have to pick a second one, too, I'm, I know my favorite is Ultimate Spider-Man, but I also had a lot of fun with The Simpsons Hit and Run because that game for me was like a PG version of GTA where you could play it and your parents didn't care. It had because all the it was same the Simpsons, yeah. Yeah, it had all the same game mechanics as a GTA game, and it had the entire voice cast of The Simpsons, so it was hilarious throughout. And one of the more memorable games I remember reviewing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else for us, Chase? That's it on the questions. All right. All right, Jimmy. Now we can talk <laughs> about the pipeline. Okay. What do, you, what do you guys have down the pipeline? What are y'all wanting to do? And maybe we can all discuss what we have planned. Yeah. yeah. But they all go together, though. Yeah. They're all the same story, roughly. Interesting. So I've always thought Pokemon was like XY, Sun, Moon, Silver, Gold, like always just two. But this one was technically a three. Yeah, like the very first few of them were like two side by sides in a definitive version. Like nice. red, blue, yellow, silver, gold, crystal. There was a Pokemon crystal. I've never even heard of that one. Yeah, there was. Nice. I honestly stopped paying attention after like Pokemon yellow, green, and red. <laughs> I mean, I've always heard about them, but I've never like actually played them as we've already covered and a lot of people on my facebook page were very shocked to find that out hmm. okay well i know that one thing that chase and i've been talking about doing next season is um i actually have a copy of this we were thinking about doing uh harry potter for the ps1 as one of our titles for next season and we haven't done a fighting game yet so we were thinking about doing dragon ball z tenkaichi 3 for the ps2 Nice. Mm-hmm. I think I still have my copy of that somewhere. If you I do, I want to try. Hmm? I was just going to say, if you still have Tenkaichi 3 on the PS2, 
it's a collector's item, so you might want to hold on to it. <laughs> worth, it's oh, worth a I, little bit of money. I have never gotten rid of any video game ever. I have every single one. Nice. Oh, nice. Uh, console included. So that's why I did not list all of my consoles when we were going through all those. Nah. So. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to do season three, Chase? No, we still need to get through to Jet Set Radio Future. We Especially do. because they're supposed to be getting a remake soon. Yes. Yeah. We could also do, like, Super Smash Brothers. Which one? Any of them. Okay. So, like, a compilation, or... Because, like, I did not play Super Smash Brothers Melee. Like, I own it, but I did not like it, because... Damn. Okay. <laughs> let, let, let me ask y'all this. If I... If, uh... If we can find one that's not $50, would y'all want to review Sheep Raider for PS1? Yes. Sure, yeah. All right. Okay. I can see. play it on the PS2, right? Yeah, it's backwards. Yeah. Com- the PS2 is backwards compatible. You might need a PS1 memory card, though, if you want to save your progress. Okay, that's not an issue. Yeah. So, yeah, um, there's a few places I can scour around to see if I can find a copy of that. But that would be a fun one to do. I think we can also do like some scarier games or some horror-based games around Halloween. Slenderman? Slenderman well, retro at this point. Or maybe The Last of Us? That's definitely not as retro as Slenderman. <laughs> True. There's but... this one game I'm thinking of, um, horror-wise, and it is retro, and I cannot remember the name of it. It was a black cartridge. It was rated M for Mature. And it had a clown face on the cover. Mm. Uh, well, sorry, not like the game box cover, but like the cartridge label. It was on that. Um, he had red hair, and I, I can't remember what was distinctive about him. Like you know, the baby in Toy Story, like Sid's baby doll head on that little metal octopus yeah. body. It reminded me of that. This clown okay. game, and so I'm sure somebody's gonna listen to this, and they're gonna instantly know what the heck I'm talking about. So if you, if this is you, and you know what I'm talking about, please let us know. Leave a comment. Yeah, I was thinking of like Twisted Metal. I swear, if that's it, let me look that up. I would, I would play Twisted Metal. I've heard good things about it. No, uh, well, that's for the PS2, um, PlayStation. That's PS5. I Platforms, PlayStation 2, 3, port. No, it is not Twisted Metal. Okay. But that is a really good um, guess, because I'm looking at it, and I can see why you thought that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, guys, I'm probably going to have to call it a night here pretty soon. Um, was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we end this one? Um, I think that's that'd be it. it. We All should. Right. Sign off for the finale. All right. That sounds good. Season two finale. We should have season three up for you guys here in the next couple months. Uh, We'll be starting on that soon. We've got a couple ideas down the pipeline. As you've just heard. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm Jimmy. I'm Chase, and you can follow us on all the social media, basically. We're pretty much everywhere now. Yep. Except MySpace. We also oh. have our we also have our own merch on Threadless, and we do have a Patreon if you're so inclined. Every little bit helps. Oh, shit, we need to put Update. content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to do that. 
<laughs> it's kind of not fair to announce the Patreon when we don't have anything on it. Okay, well maybe interested not in the Patreon. Check back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as Patreon's concerned, we'll get back to you. But we do have merch on Threadless. Check us out. The so if you like our is... sorry logo as in controllers in a cross section area of thing flag, oh, we yeah. do have that available on Threadless. Mm-hmm. And right. if you really liked us, you could rate and review us wherever you rate and review podcast. Oh yeah. But if you truly love the sounds of our voices, share this podcast with a friend. And share with their friends. And so on, and so on, and so on. The best trick to do is to gather like three other people in your car, lock them in, and play an episode of us on repeat until they get it stuck in their head. But make sure it's against their will. Oh yeah. Make sure you're like driving an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For legal reasons, this has been a joke. I mean, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, clearly don't do this, but you should totally do this. I'm not saying you should. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I am out. It's been a pleasure talking with Mushi and Chase tonight, and we will be back. Goodbye. Yes, bye. Bye. It should be. Cool. All right. That went well.